Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right. One hour from now, Mike DeFabo joins from Mobile. He's with The Athletic. You know that. He's covering that Senior Bowl. Stuff happening down there. Uh, Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there is never a fee unless we get money for you. Interesting development just a few moments ago on the social medias. Well, the development happened in real life. It was just documented on social media. Ian Rappaport tweets, Sources. 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 Texans quarterback coach Draw Johnson has informed teams interested in hiring him as an OC that he plans to return to Houston. A big development for the Texans as Johnson wants to finish what he started with C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, and offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick in the organization. Now you wonder. Maybe I'm wondering and I'm making no sense, but I'm at least going to wonder out loud. Maybe now. Just maybe. I don't want to say I doubt it, but it could be the case. Perhaps he was the first choice. And maybe, just maybe, Arthur Smith was the second choice. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not guessing that that happened. I'm wondering if that could have been a scenario. Mike's in Green Tree. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Good call. OJ's in the car. I hope it's not a Bronco. Hi, OJ. Hey, what's going on tonight, Mr. Carlin? Not much. Hey, so my biggest concern with this hire is uh, there's a lot of people on the uh, Twitter, you know, talking about how it's to steal away. They want to run the ball, run the ball, play action, take shots deep. But when you look back at Arthur Smith's tender in Tennessee, both of his playoff losses in Tennessee resulted in the 51 rushing yards and 85 rushing yards in the game. I know. When you when you eliminate the rush with his offense, it just turns right in right into nothing, nothing else to be able to do. You know, today's NFL is manipulation with personnel, manipulation alignment, passing concepts. That's balance in today's football. Zone scheme running and passing concepts is modern football right like if you can't you're you're dead right about that if you can't move like if you look at the talent that the Pittsburgh Steelers have and you don't immediately identify that you need to move George Pickens around before you snap the ball you ain't winning any games I agree 100 percent I mean pre-snap motion is one of the biggest advantages in football right now that and the way the rules cater to the offense, there's just no reason 
for balance to be run, run, play, action, pass. Right. You need to use play action effectively, but you also got to be able to go shotgun. You got to be able to go empty and you got to be able to use guys in different positions. That's just modern day football. I agree with you. And also something else, and this is just minor, but there are a lot of times rather than working your tail off to chip somebody, get them out of the backfield, do how many times in the old offense why not Jalen Warren just come out, leave it empty, and reset and stand there in the slot? You know? I mean, why not just do that? Why are you wasting seven yards to get back to the scrimmage line in energy there in timing? It doesn't make any sense. I, I couldn't agree more with that. Nothing bothered me more than whenever they would go shotgun, single sidecar back, and they would motion him out for the swing and then snap the ball. <laughs> Why not just start him on the line of scrimmage and run the screen? Right. And the, the slot and run a screen pass. There are times that they did that, and it actually worked a couple years ago when Juju came, became uh, essentially a, a glorified slot receiver, and that's what he was, a glorified tight end. It sometimes, and that was the only time they looked like they had a, a, a any semblance of knowing what was going on. But exactly what OJ said: unless you get with the times, you're going to get left behind. And when you get left behind with the times, you're going to get left behind the sticks. And when you get left behind there, you're going to see a lot of third and fives and a lot of third and sixes. And if that doesn't change, then the Steelers—they're just not going to change. Ian's in Westmoreland. Hi, Ian. Ian, you're on the fan. You're not. Eric's Can you in, hear me? Yeah, Eric's in Greensburg. Hi, Eric. Hey, what's up, my man? How you doing? I'm good. Thank you much. Great segment tonight. I love the callers. I love the Snoop clip. That was fantastic. And your Ian Rappaport clip was actually where I wanted to go. Sure, let's I hear mean, it. Uh, you know, so our, I'm like you, right? I love what you said before. There's no sense getting angry anymore. I, me, myself, I'm too old for that. So he's with us now. Let's find a way to support him. But my question is, if you look at his past, we talk about a couple years in Tennessee. Okay, that's a couple years. We look at Atlanta, I call that a failure. So when you're talking to Pittsburgh Steelers, right, we still should have great reputation, historic franchise. Is this really the best we can do? I mean, if I'm trying to hire someone, I'm looking at the best qualified candidate and the best fit. Best qualified candidate coming from 7-2, okay, a couple years in Tennessee, but a couple years does not even a trend make. So what are we doing here? And and to the report about the Houston guy, is it a fact that we just can't attract and close a deal with top talent? And if that's the case, what what is happening with the team and the franchise here? I'll tell you how they could have got Gerard Johnson. If Gerard Johnson says, okay, and look, maybe Gerard Johnson wants to – Stay there another year, and then both he and Bobby Slow could become head coaches. But you could become a head coach after the Pittsburgh Steelers if you have success. I'll tell you how you could how you could get Gerard Johnson. You say, "Hey, what's Houston paying you to be their pass game coordinator?" Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we're gonna pay you twenty five percent more. That's the way that we want you to be our offensive coordinator. This reeks of something for me. And look, I didn't put a lot of merit into this, but now it's starting to all match up and line up. Maybe, just maybe, it's not an attractive job for people who want to have an upward trend. Really. Who want their continue to build their resume. Because a guy like Gerard Johnson, okay, he looks at it like, if I stay here in Houston and we have another good year, and why wouldn't we with the quarterback that we have? Come on. We should have another good year. And I don't have to work for a yes man and Mike Tomlin, and I can continue to do the things that I want to do under D'Amico Ryans, and I could grow this offense 
I might go from this job to a head coach next year. Now, if I go to Pittsburgh, I'm going to get paid a lot and a whole lot. They're going to pay me more, maybe, if I could shake them loose. But my resume might not grow. This becoming a non-appetizing job, that is where Art the Second, this is when it's not hindsight, but you go and you look at it retrospectively. This is where Art the Second should have looked at this when Ben Roethlisberger was on his way out the door and said, we need to make sure, we need to make sure this still, and this is a place that people who are on the rise want to come to. And that is a Mike Tomlin problem. They allowed it to say, what happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers is this. They got complacent in so much as, oh, here's the deal. That logo is always going to attract great people. Oh, we're it's like Duke or North Carolina in basketball. It's like Michigan or USC in football or Notre Dame. Yeah, that logo is going to sell itself. Well, sadly, it might be to the point where the Pittsburgh Steelers logo isn't selling itself anymore. Rob's in the car. Hi, Rob. Hey, Cole, how you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, you said some part about 20 minutes ago, man, about everybody's <clears throat> complaining and kids are going to still be, you know, with the stuff. Like, you, you're dead on, man. Like, I'm with you. I'm burnt out, man. I'm burnt out, man. But this hire, I mean, like 7 and 10, 7 and 10, 7 and 10. And he had great weapons down there. I mean, I gambled every Sunday. I took B. John Robinson plenty of times. I took Cal Pitts plenty of times. One couple of times, Cal Pitts couldn't even get 25 yards. So my whole point is run the ball, play. Yeah, seriously, kill the ticket in London one time. Wait for 25 yards. You get some early money, then go back in at 1 o'clock. But the moral to the story is run the ball, play defense. They want to hack Kenny Pickett with running the ball, running the ball, and prove that they didn't get it, you know, make the wrong pick. I mean, that's my opinion. I'm like you. It's all opinion-based. You know, everybody got their own opinion, Colin, but I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not real excited about the hire. Well, but- it's it's putting a Band-Aid on this situation as opposed to saying, whew, man, we made, the wrong, we made the wrong choice with the quarterback. Let's blow it all the way up and see where it goes from here. They are trying to put a Band-Aid on it, see what they can salvage, and continue this way as opposed to changing things 100%. Now, I get it with limited rosters, Rob, what you can do, how much you could change in one offseason, but this is the danger in giving someone – like, okay, in a way, it hasn't worked out in Arizona, right? Like, they haven't gotten much better. But that model actually – you better pick the second guy, you better be right – but being like, hey, Rosen ain't the guy, abandon it now, for me, is a much better model. Yeah, and, and, and I said that last week. When In the NFL, when you find a problem on your team, you have to address it immediately. And, and, and the problem is that we have to just really get a better quarterback. For real, for real, we have to get a better quarterback. After what I've been seeing, Kenny Pickett is going his third year. Jordan Love played one full season this year, had 30-some touchdowns. Start one year. These guys not no two, three, like when, when Art said, oh, maybe the third, fourth year that, you know, they'll do. No, we don't have that much time. These guys are getting older. We got to win now. We have to win now. But this, you know, the, the higher Arthur Smith, it's a run, it's run, run the ball and play defense. And then one more thing, Colin. Sure. I listen back to that, that, that Mike Tomlin press conference where, oh, we want to go, but that was the, the one of the, 
the best press conferences that he had. He was happy and cool with everybody. But, yeah, we want to see what's out there. We want to, you know, be dynamic, want to be versatile. Come on, man. Stop it. Stop it. And he had me sold for a minute. He did. You know, we heard Smith. This isn't the way to go. That's the where I want to go with it. My man, Rob always brings it. He brings the heat. Rob is just a, a walking, talking fire emoji. And that's exactly where I want to go with it. He, 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 had, he had this thought now happen with me. By the way, fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Wonderful thought by Rob. Sometimes the callers make the show and they make you change in a different direction. And it's this. We were on, not cloud nine, but we changed our tack much like Rob did after that Mike Tomlin season-ending press conference. We said, wow, he's as humble as he's ever been. Wow, we trust this guy. Wow, this was his, it felt like a come-to-Jesus moment in a public forum. Man, maybe they're going to do things different. Is that all deflated now? Because there were so many people that called this show or were on social media that was like, we are going to see a different Mike Tomlin now. He's going to operate differently. He was humbled. He's different. Would that last? 10 days? Honestly, we're two weeks from that. What did that last? And now we're right back to square one, which is same old, same old. So did we get suckered by Mike Tomlin at that press conference where we were under the impression that things were going to be different, that the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to operate different, that Mike Tomlin was truly going to cast a wide net? They interviewed three people, three people. Again, I am willing to give Arthur Smith a chance But how can you have an exhaustive search or how can you have a search of truly any acclaim or really get a cross-section of what you need or what candidates can offer when you interview three people? And Mike Tomlin during that news conference made it sound like they were going to turn over every stone that there was and that they were going to look far and wide and deep for the right person. And that is simply not the case here. So when you decide, and I'll say this, this is where the fans have a a right to be very hard on the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you decide on somebody after just um, interviewing three people, you better get it right. You better get it right because you left a whole lot out there. You, As Mike Tomlin would say, there's a lot of meat left on that bone. If you decided that early in the process – you better get it right, or you're absolutely open for gigantic criticism. 412-928-9370, fan hotline, wide open for you. Presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We'll talk to Mike DeFabo at the top of the hour. He is in Mobile. He's Alabama bound, and he made it. He'll, uh, we'll talk to him coming up at 8 o'clock from the Senior Bowl. Now, you know what about the Senior Bowl? And if you're on hold, stay there. I'll get to your calls in just a uh, a little bit here, in just a moment. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, about the Senior Bowl. I like football as much as the next guy. I mean, I love football. Like I said earlier, that football is the number one sport in this town. The football offseason is the number two sport in this town. It's just the way that it is. But, you know, you'll never catch me dead. And I, I like the combine. I'll watch that. I the draft, of course. Come on. I I will not watch, nor am I a party to, nor am I an audience for. Someone like live tweeting every rep of senior bowl practice. I I can't do it. I might take time at the end of the day, like I just did, to look at maybe who was good and who wasn't or who starred or whatever, who had a good workout. But you really got to be a football head. And you really got to, like, I think, honestly, you got to you gotta branch out and find some other activities in your life. If you're sitting there just reloading your Twitter feed, figuring out if the guy from Utah State, if he was better uh, at Rush End than the guy from Texas A&M Commerce, and how the guy from Western Kentucky did when he was matched up with the guy from Montana State in a high school field in Mobile, Alabama. Like, I'm all for a recap of it at the end, but I don't need it in real time. Brian's in Pittsburgh. Hi, Brian. Colin, what's up, buddy? Uh, Not much. Uh, What do you think about this offensive coordinator? Hey, man, whenever uh, it seemed like we went days after his – bubbly press conference with your couple last callers took a little bit of my thunder. I was going to say the same thing. And you didn't hear nothing. You didn't hear nothing. You didn't hear nothing. Could it be that the organization is kind of going through what Belichick's going through right now, that nobody really, it's it's not as an attractive position as we would all like to think. Maybe Coach Tomlin. I think that's, well, stop there and I'll let you continue. Let's have a chat about this. Okay. I think the okay. point you just made is becoming glaringly obvious by especially Ger- Gerard Johnson saying, you know, he's going back to – instead of – like, he's going back to Houston to be the pass game coordinator. Why in the world wouldn't he play hardball if he thought he was – or be quarterback's coach, whatever he is there. To, why wouldn't he play mm-hmm. hardball if he thought he was the guy here in Pittsburgh or if Pittsburgh thought he was the guy and say, hey, you really want to get better? Pay me two dollars more than you're going to pay Arthur Smith. Yep. You know, I, I get you. Yeah, and and you know the quarterback room's a mess, right? 
um, it, it, you got a coach that obviously doesn't hire young guys. Now, did, did he hire this coach? This guy failed as a, as a, as a head coach. So there's really no threat of this guy all of a sudden coming here and taking his job. I, it, it's just, it's just like we're on rinse and repeat the last so many years. And, and <laughs> until there's some major changes, let's, let's just say this. I, I agree with you. We got to give the guy a shot, but if this guy has to look over his shoulder mm-hmm. at coach T watching every move that he does, having his nose in the offense, it'll be no different. I'm willing he to give him to a shot like you, and we are willing to give him a shot together. But at this point, it is it is incredibly obvious how no one comes in as an offensive staffer with a career arc or momentum going up. Why is that? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Everybody's like, oh, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know, Colin. I don't think it's 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 as great as we all would like to think it is and, out, well, out there amongst the coaching pool. Well, and let's twist that a bit of a different way, Brian. Let's change that a bit of a different way in the conversation. Because for the people who criticize people like me and you, I I often I don't want to react. I don't want to yell at them. I don't want to have that knee jerk. What I do is I I bring my my level of ire down. I try to take a deep breath, and then you know what I say to them when people like because people will fire back just like what you said. I'm sure people fire back at you and say, "Well, come on, you're spoiled" or something. And then what I say yep. is this: I'll go like this, Brian. I'll say, "Is it really such a terrible or bad thing as a fan to want more than three playoff wins in 13 seasons? Like, am I missing something here? Am I am I driving too hard of a bargain? Because if so, maybe I need to recalibrate as a fan." Is it really that hard of a thing and that tough of a fan and that ridiculous of a notion to want more than zero playoff wins in seven years? Like, when did we get so soft as fans? I've been called the ultimate yinzer, and, and, and I was just like, what are you talking about? The ultimate yinzer is a Steeler fan bleeding black and gold no matter what. A true Steeler fan, like you just stated, wants more. And what's wrong with that? I'm like I'm with you, and that's where I am here. This guy might work out. I guess where I've settled on it is this: is we're an hour and a half into the show, and to here till ten thirty. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical of the hire. That means I'm willing to give it a shot. I hope nothing more than it works out and Arthur Smith leads this team to the Super Bowl and Arthur Smith is standing there and he's holding the Lombardi and all of that is great and well and good. But if this is essentially a hire much like the other ones, why am I led to believe it's going to end up in a different direction? Steve's in Shaler. Hi, Steve. How you doing, Colin? I'm good. Thank you much. Good. Hey, I, you know what? The more and more I think about it, I, everybody wants this flashy offensive coordinator. Well, what kind of with our quarterback situation? Maybe we don't need that. Maybe we need somebody that knows how to run. Or maybe we need a different quarterback. That you know, I don't think that's going to happen. Unfortunately, but mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you look at we did play well down the stretch. We ran the ball, and that that was effective. You know, it's not easy to go into Seattle and win a game. 
But when you go out there and run the ball like that, maybe that is our identity. Rather than a flashy, you know, getting some flashy guy, we're not – Mike McDonald's not going to come well, here and make Kenny Pickett, you know, whatever. He's not going to make Pickett some screw. Steve, you bring a good point up. You really do. It's not easy to go into Seattle and win the way that they did. It's not easy to pound the football and give yourself a chance and all that. In all of this, though, there's two sides, and here's the other side. The defense isn't getting any younger, and this defense holding people to 17 points or whatever, that's not going to last forever. At some point, this defense is going to go through a cycle where, look, T.J. Watt spent the end of the season not with the football team, not playing on the football field. Cam Hayward was hurt towards the end of the year as well. He, who knows if he's even going to come back. Minka Fitzpatrick at times was a shell of himself this year. That is absolutely for sure. The inside linebacker position was kind of all over the place. The defense is already, you can make an argument, past or at least it's it's closing to when they were in their prime to win a championship or play at its best, you're going to have to outscore people at some point. Yeah, I, I see that side of it. But I just don't think we're built right with this current quarterback situation. That, and I don't see anybody coming in here that is going to be able to run a flashy offense and, you know, do that. I think you've you got to run the ball and you got to scheme it, right? Maybe this guy, they see something in it. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he thinks he does. This is why a total wash was best in terms of if you didn't want to get rid of the head coach, which, look, I'm working off a place where Mike Tomlin wouldn't be the head coach right now. But if you insist, it should be a new coordinator and a new quarterback. And it very well might be. But by virtue of hiring Arthur Smith, I don't think it's headed in the direction of a new quarterback. Gene's in Washington. Hi, Gene. Hey, hi, Colin. Hey, I just wanted to make a point that, um, you know, this um, everybody, if you don't agree with what is going on with most of the Steeler base, you're told that, oh, you're you're not a fan. You're a favorite. Go find another team just because you don't agree. Look, I don't like the hire. There's a lot of things that he does that, um, yeah, he had a good running game, but his passing game was, was sorry. I'm sorry. You know, that's, that's just the way it was. And uh, I think there were better court, uh, candidates that they didn't even bother to turn around and look for. That, that, they, I think they made the hire too soon. They didn't look well enough. They didn't do their due diligence. No, you know what? If the offensive coordinator doesn't work out with any team, any football team on this planet, if the offensive coordinator choice doesn't work out, it'll be criticized for sure and rightly so. That's the way that it works. But I'll say this. If the offensive coordinator doesn't work out after you interviewed just three people for the job, it should be criticized, and heavily. Even if, and now, look, I get timelines. I get that there are people that you have to act quickly with. But I wonder if you gave it another two or three days, were people going to step up and snatch up Arthur Smith? Honestly, it's not like you hired Bobby Slowick because everybody's trying to get him. You know, Washington ain't hiring him as their head coach in Arthur Smith. I don't think there are other people that were clamoring and lining up to hire Arthur Smith to be their offensive coordinator. Tony's in plum. Hi, Tony. Colin, that is another part of my uh, 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 what I want to talk about. You are a thousand percent correct. First of all, why did they only interview three people? And like you said, nobody was uh, uh, lining up for Arthur Smith, you know, and saying, listen, listen, we're going to throw money at you. you got to come with us. They weren't doing it. So 
I think, and it's unfortunate because I do like Tomlin, but I think he has to have his nose into every aspect of the team. And people say, oh, uh, all the players love him. Oh, well, that's because he has his nose into every situation there. As a head coach, that's good. But whenever you're calling defensive plays, offensive plays, special team plays, I don't agree with that. But he he cannot relinquish the, the authority and let his offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, do their job that they're paid to do. And I think that, that that's a problem, and that's the big problem. But, I mean, if he was doing well, if Tomlin was, was, was knocking it out of the park, that's a different story. But he's not. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. This this just feels like, I don't want to say they settled, but I'd love to know. We'll never know. I'd love to know who else really wanted Arthur Smith. Who was lining up to get the guy? Look, I hope the guy in a year from now proves everybody wrong. He gives double middle fingers. and He tells everybody to screw off in Pittsburgh who didn't agree with this this night. And if they went through, if they if they interviewed eight people and they came back to Arthur Smith, I would have a different take on this. But did you really do your due diligence? Did you really talk to the people and enough people to get the true feel of the landscape that's out there? And even if you're not going to hire those people, get ideas from people in the interview process. I mean, that's what part of why it's there. 412-928-9370 is that number. That's 412-928-9370. Your call's coming up next. Mike DeFabo at the top of the hour. So much more to get into, but it is how you feel about Arthur Smith night here on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. One non-Arthur Smith thing, and I'll sprinkle these in throughout the show. By the way, DeFabo, Mike DeFabo from Mobile, top of the hour. This insistence that Tom Brady might be better than Greg Olson, you're starting to get people beating that drum already because, you know, Olson and, uh, you know, Brady's going to take over. He's going to be doing some games. I, I, I don't know. I've heard Brady on a bunch of different shows. And I've seen different interviews with him throughout his career. I'm having a hard time understanding or coming to any sort of conclusion that leads me in a direction where he's going to be good analyzing a game or he is going to be worth the money that they're going to pay him. I'm just, I'm not seeing it. Again, maybe he'll prove me wrong and perhaps there's a big audience for it and because of how much success he's had. But... He's a brilliantly intelligent guy, but there's also kind of a a weird quotient to him, isn't there? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not even all that intrigued by seeing Brady in the broadcast booth. Maybe I'm in the minority here. Anyway, back to uh, Arthur Smith, 412-928-9370. Damon's in Bellevue. Hi, Damon. Colin, man, this, you know, this thing makes me kind of glad that Groundhog Day was filmed here in PA. What this is reminding me of, like, here we go again. I think they have done a disservice to us as a fan base. 
different organization, like with the search. Come on, you really searched only there three people. I'm like, run the ball. I get it. But how is that going to help Kenny Pickett read defenses, get better at throwing the ball or anything like that? Okay, we can run it, but this is turning into a passing league. Well, that's where it is with me. And so we could talk about throwing the ball. We could talk about running the ball. It comes down to scoring points, okay? And this is actually where the defense enters the conversation. And that's part of the big conversation for me. It's like people have fooled themselves and tricked themselves into thinking while all this uncertainty is happening, happening on the offense and all this stuff is going on on the offense that Cam Hayward isn't getting any older, that T.J. Watt is staying the same age, that Micah Fitzpatrick's health is staying as great as it's ever been, that the interior, uh, that the inside linebackers, uh, that play is stabilized that they figured out something, that Highsmith actually had a great year. Like, none of that happened. It's all evolving and getting older on the defensive side of the ball, which means this, either next year or definitely the year after, at some point, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have to evolve from an offensive football end of, well, we just got to keep it close and the defense will try to win us games, to we have to outscore people. The defense is going to fall off. It just, it, it is. You can't ask that from them for this many years. At some point, that it's going to spike to where other teams' offenses are going to score more points. Thus, you're going to have to outscore them. Hops and Homewood, what's up, Hop? Hey, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm disgusted because this, this hiring of this office of coordinator, it comes with a losing record and the Steelers, I mean, they got the they had the audacity to to hire this dude. Why couldn't they be patient, wait for San Francisco or Kansas City or even Miami and pluck somebody off their coaching tree to get you know, hire them as an O C. Why 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 we gotta go with these losing teams and not Pick from a playoff team, uh, a coach from a playoff team. Well, I got two things for you. I got two things for you. Maybe one of those guys didn't want to come to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Hop, and that's what it is. And two, we need to have a conversation. Are you from Homewood, sir? Yes, I am. Are you a showcase or a dream man? Because I've had both. I enjoy both, and I'm on the fence. Tell me. Oh, man, I, I'm a showcase man. My man uh, drew down there, mate, the best sauce in the whole city, man. He has the best sauce. Showcase, hey, showcase is the spot. Okay, I can go for both. I like both. There's no problem there. I enjoy, I absolutely enjoy both. But uh, you you seem to be, you seem to be a guy that appreciates the 6,800 block of Frankstown, I guess. Oh, man, hey, man, I'm born and raised on with Preston, man. Played all my little league baseball there, and I went to school. I mean, I'm, I'm on with Preston all the way 
All right. There we go. I see. I like it when it's warmer out where the smoke is billowing up over and you get in there and you get ribs and you get some great stuff to eat. Again, I could go to both, but I go in the summer, whatever. Uh, people are out on the street. It's a wonderful atmosphere. Uh, and you got all that smoke flying uh, around and you could just smell those ribs hop. You could smell them from miles uh, away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From blocks and blocks and blocks, man. And, um, it's, oh, yes. Showcases the spot, man. Uh, dreams, uh, <laughs> but showcases—that's yeah, the spot, my man. All right, appreciate it. It that I I, I am a connoisseur of good, like stick to your bones kind of great home style good meals. And those two places in Homewood are two of my favorites in the city. Showcase and Dreams, both both are just spectacular, and you can like. You get your, you almost get your belly filled by just smelling them. But yeah, oh, I could, I could go for. I am not, by the way, a. I don't like spicy barbecue sauce. I'm more of like a Carolina sweet barbecue sauce kind of guy. Ties in Forest Hills. Hi, Ty. Hey man, how's it going? Uh, two Good. quick things. I want to play. I want to play devil's advocate. Sure. Um, or the people that are saying that the stores didn't do their due diligence. And you kind of touched on it before, but I believe they had to wait until wildcard weekend was over before they can contact candidates, if I'm not mistaken. Right. You could, yeah, you could contact ones that, uh, it's my understanding you could contact guys that were done uh, before then. And then the other guys, is there, I think there's a stipulation where some guys that were in it, you could only have uh, virtual interviews with them at this point, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so my first point, both of them play off of each other. The Steelers probably sent out feelers mm-hmm. to see who was interested and who wasn't. And if somebody's not interested, you can't bring them in for an interview. Like, I'm 100%, 100% accurate. If somebody doesn't want to be right. there, then they're not. you can't you make can't them interview. come. Right. Right, exactly. And my, my second point is out of the candidates that are out there, and I'll even ask you, if you're an up-and-coming OC, are you beating down doors to come to Pittsburgh and coach Kenny Pickett? Here we are, Ty. Now, we have found, running in parallel fashion with the main topic of Arthur Smith, haven't we found a secondary topic where you bring it up as a topic, I present it as problematic? Because, right. I, I mean, that's that in and of itself tells you that maybe their allegiances are to the wrong entity, which is the quarterback that I don't think is ever going to get better, why shouldn't their allegiance be to the franchise and say, quarterback be damned, make the quarterback fit our system, not our system fit this quarterback that might not be good anyway? Right. And the the OCs, the potentials anyway, they can only go off of what we have as a roster as of right now. No one knows what we're going to do in free agency or the draft. So they can only go on that information, the current information. I can tell you now, I wouldn't be jumping or chomping at the bit to come coach Kenny or Mitch or whoever everybody wants us to resign. Yeah, I'm so. with you. I'm, it, it is a not desirable place, or at least not as desirable as it can be with a true quarterback that can score points. That's where it is. Mick's in Brentwood. Hi, Mick. Hey, man. How you doing, Cole? I'm okay. Like, I'm willing to give this guy a chance, and yeah. I hope he proves everybody wrong, but it just – I don't know. I don't. I don't feel great about it. Is the best way to put it. No, I feel you, dude. And 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 here's here's my thing. And I got to tell you, like, 
you know, initially when I, you know, I saw it, it was coming through and it was going to happen. I was a little bit disappointed because I was looking more for like, you know, young, innovative, let's do something different and all that stuff. But like, to be honest, like the more I think about it and, and, and there's a lot to unpack here about the whole organization, you know, you know, coaching wise and all that, like we could get into it all night, but like these guys know what the hell they're doing. Regardless well, of do what they? Think about well, hey, Tomlin, well, let me, like, let, me let, let me, let me, let me, let me stop you there for a minute. Sure. You're sure. absolutely right. They're in the field of professional football. They know a lot more than us about doing that. But I find it off-putting, no, and you didn't say this, but when the people act as if there's an inability to question a franchise that has won three playoff games in 13 years. I can question Fair. the processes, and I can question uh, the way they're going about things when they haven't had success. Agreed. Agreed 100%. And, and hey, man, trust me. Dude, I feel same. I'm a season ticket holder, right? Like, you know, and I I get that 100%. And I'm disappointed as well, of course, right? I mean, I feel I feel same as everyone else in this town that's a Steeler fan. However, you know, when when you look at, when you unpack the deal, really, like Kenny Pickett isn't isn't the guy. Anyone that says that is not dealing in reality and not dealing and looking at what we've seen. I'm not saying he's horrible. I'm not saying he's awful. I'm saying he's okay, probably, right? But we still have to see that, right? Right. But this guy in his office, he had Ryan Tannehill. He was same, right? He was same. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have a good running game. We have a good – like, and you said it perfectly, dude, earlier when you were talking about – the defense is getting older. They still can keep people at 17 or under. You are 100% right, man. Like that, yes. And they're going to have to score points. And and we saw, even like with this running game and everybody wants a dog on the line and all that crap, but like we could run the ball, you know, when we had a competent quarterback that ran the offense, had the right reads, knew where to put the ball, right? Right. Like we, we were We were okay. Now, are we special? No. The two teams playing in like a week and a half, are spe- they have special players. Their coaching staff, I feel, even though, hey, man, there are guys, Mike Tomlin and his staff, there are guys, so we're behind them. But, like, is there really anyone special there other than everyone says Mike Tomlin is? And I'm cool with Mike. But, like, is there anyone special there? Like, do we have special qualities? No. A couple players, maybe, but, you know, go ahead. There's no mystique. No, you're right. No, no, no. You you bring up a great point. There's no mystique. There's no fear. There is no magic whenever teams come in and play the Steelers. They're just another team. You say the same thing about the Cowboys now. Like, they're living off of what their logo is, and that's not good enough. And teams aren't intimidated by them. Teams aren't scared of them. Organizations don't look. Houston right now, think of this. The Houston Texans are on a far better trajectory right now than the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's fact. Mike DeFabo, top of the hour. Uh, Sun Chevrolet gives you fan weather. I give it to you. It's brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. You got it all squared away. 2024 starts with great incentives. Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. And visit sunchevy.com. Mix of rain, some snow tonight. Low of 36. Wednesday, a couple of light flurries in the morning. Otherwise, going to be cloudy. High 48, low 35. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.